Welcome to Tailboard Talk, a fourth shift fitcast. The mission of Tailboard Talk and the fourth shift fitness is to educate and train fire service personnel to increase durability and decrease the potential for injuries and their associated costs. My name is Chris Morella, owner and founder of Fourth Shift Fitness. I'll use my experience as a personal trainer, strength coach, and 15-year veteran of the fire service to deliver tips, tricks, lessons, and information specifically geared towards the health and wellness of firefighters and paramedics. Each episode, you'll leave with immediate deliverables that will improve performance and resilience and keep you in the fight through your career and into retirement. Let's get into it. Hey everyone, what's going on? My name is Chris, owner of Four Shift Fitness, and this is Tailboard Talk, and it's the last episode of Tailboard Talk for 2020. And if nothing else but ceremony's sake, I'm excited to get this one over and done with because in just a few days, we're moving on to 2021. And listen, I'm not one for New Year's Eve, like New Year, New Me type of thing or New Year's resolution type of thing. But I will say there's something about this year that even the most arbitrary landmarks or timelines or chapters to be closed just carries a lot more weight this year. So still not going to do New Year's resolutions necessarily. I definitely don't think it's a new year, new me, but the arbitrary mark of going from 2020 to 2021 does feel kind of good this year. Now, I told you today might be a interview or it might be just me talking, and I did schedule that interview for next week, so it's going to come out in a few weeks, and that's with Matt Mangum, and Matt has an especially interesting story because he's now a firefighter paramedic, but at one point in his life, he was a Division One strength coach, and so going from competitive powerlifter to division one strength coach to firefighter paramedic there's just so much information there he was also with us when we made our championship run for the world the firefighter combat challenge grand national championship and so we are pretty good friends and i know he's got some insane stories and i can't wait to hear him for today i'm going to do a little lesson thing because there's something i've gone over with my crew and i've put it out in a few emails and i've even used it as a caption i think but I've never really put it on here. And so I'm hoping that it reaches a few more people because it's especially useful in understanding people's behavior and your own behavior in the past year and also in the upcoming year with all the changes we're going to see in the landscape of everything. And then I just have some housekeeping stuff to do, some year-end wrap-up stuff, a bunch of thank yous, and stuff to look forward to in 2021 from Force Shift Fitness and also Tailboard Talk. So the lesson I want to go over today is called DABDA. And I'll be the first to admit, I'm not a psychiatrist, a psychologist, a counselor uh, of any sort, okay? But this is something I picked up when I was creating a presentation about how people get hurt and then how they rehab or get back online and get back to full duty. And I wanted to look into the psychology of this stuff a little bit more. The presentation was called The Road to Injury and the Path Back. And I explained how, you know, the ways we get hurt are relatively predictable and we've seen it a million times, and that's why there are surgeons that specialize in these things because it's pretty frequent. And I go over valgus knee collapse or lumbar spine flexion under load more specifically, and I go into like a kyphotic posture and locked up T-spine and all that stuff and what injuries those eventually lead to. And then we talk about that period kind of after surgery or after injury and then starting to build yourself back up. And what I've observed through people and what I've gone through myself is that we go through DABDA. And DABDA is the five stages of grief. Now, typically, this is reserved for death or terminal illness. But 
it's really there for any type of loss. And the reason I'm talking about it now is because one way or another, in some form or fashion, we've all lost something this year. You may have perceived to have lost freedom. You may have lost opportunity. You may have lost your job, money. And quite honestly, we've lost people. We've lost a lot of people. And so it's pretty applicable to what we've just went through for the past almost year and what's to come. Now, DABDA is D-A-B-D-A, right? And that's the stages of grief. And it's denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. So if we look at it as a straight line, it makes a lot of sense, right? Now, if we talk about an injury, we can be in denial of that injury, right? No, I'm not hurt. I just tweaked it or it just felt like a pop. It's nothing big. And then naturally comes anger, right? You're angry that that thing happened. You start to bargain your way through it. Maybe if I just lift like this, or I don't bend my knees as much, or I kind of angle this way, and then the truth sets in. You have an injury, or you got a little bit depressed because you're not invincible. And eventually, through the healing process or the surgery process or whatever, we learn to accept what happened, and then we hopefully move past it stronger than before. But this is also applicable to what we just went through because, like I said, we lost something, and each of these things, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance, you can see them in the way people react to COVID. And you can see them to the way people react to government measures and the vaccine and everything. There's people in denial. They're saying there's still not a problem. This isn't a thing. There's people that are bargaining. There's people that are angry at whoever for whatever. There's people that are depressed and there's people that have accepted it. And it doesn't matter necessarily which one of those you are. What's more important is that we learn how to recognize what we're doing and how we're reacting. And it also builds a hefty amount of empathy and sympathy for people we see. Instead of just calling somebody a jerk, we can say like, hey, listen, they're obviously experiencing grief. We all are. And they're just in this stage of grief. And that makes it a lot, a lot easier to handle that stuff, especially when it's a, a viewpoint that conflicts with yours. If you can understand that they're just doing what their brain's telling them to do. They're acting like a normal human under crazy circumstances. It makes it a lot easier to talk to them as a person and not an adversary. Now, there's some tricks with this. The first one and the most annoying one is it doesn't go in order and it doesn't have to go in order. You can jump right to bargaining and you can jump or you can jump right to acceptance or you can be stuck in anger forever. You can go in any order. You can regress. You never even have to finish it. So it's tricky. It's tricky to understand. It's tricky to know. But once you have that tool of knowing that this is just human nature and this is what this person is feeling, it makes it a lot easier, like I said, not to consider them an adversary, but another human that's reacting to the situation they're given with the perspective that they have. And listen, I'm not saying this as someone who just floated through this past year. I mean, I've for sure made some moves and made some and done some things that I haven't been happy with, right? I've lost my cool. Uh, I've lost focus. I've, I've been frustrated. I've handled situations poorly. And also, like I said, I've shared this with my crew several times. I've forgotten this, even though I teach it, even though it's been a part of my presentation and I've gone over it in the past, I've forgotten it several times this year because the weight of what's been going on is just so crazy that it's easy to lose focus, right? It's easy to lose track of what's going on. So I'm not just telling you this because I have the magic pill. This should solve all your problems and we're going to be all good. I'm telling you this because it's been something that's really helped me, really helped me understand what's going on with myself and with others. And hopefully you see some value in it. If we can maybe start moving towards a little more unity, a little more understanding, a little more empathy in four to six months from now, we're all going to be in a much better spot. 
okay? If we come out of this thing just as fractured as we went in or worse, it wasn't a good situation and it's a terrible lesson to have to learn in the way we did, but we've completely missed any benefit of this bad situation if we're worse off than we started. So let's pivot now. And I think a lot of people found this podcast about halfway through, especially once I started doing interviews. And I think Aaron Quinn was the first interview. A lot of new people started kind of finding it. And you may have missed the introduction episode. I'm not going to go into the whole background of four shift and my background and any of that. So if you don't, if you know it already, stick with me. It's only going to be about a minute long, but I'm going to explain kind of where four shift is going and where the tailboard talk podcast is going too, because I'm really excited for, for everything that's going to happen in January and on. Uh, but it takes a little bit of background first. So the main focus of four shift when I started this in late 2017 was I could take my strength and conditioning coaching background and mix it with my, at the time, like the 12 or 13 years of, of being a professional firefighter. And I could bring them together and really help the fire service. And so I thought of the fourth shift through with help from others, obviously, but the fourth shift is in addition to the three shifts of the fire department. So you have red, gold, black, one, two, three, and then you have the fourth shift. And the colors of the fourth shift are different too. It's orange and gray. So it's not red, gold, or black. So it's meant to be in addition to the fire service as we know it. And it's a little piece of the world that everyone can have a part of and everybody's welcome to. And we don't have to worry about like, oh, first shift is a bunch of slobs or third shift's a bunch of a bunch of slackers. Nothing like that. It's the fourth shift and everybody's good, right? And because the colors were different, the name was weird, I relied heavily on the model of four shift, which was going out to departments and talking to their training officers, talking to their chiefs or assistant chiefs and whoever would listen to me and explain all that, right? Here's my goal. Here's what I want to build. Here's what I want your membership to be a part of. And I could explain who I was and why the colors are different and my my teaching style, which was we're, if we have an hour-long seminar, we're going to do half classroom and then go right down the hallway to the weight room and do half the time there. And it was all good, right? And then the world exploded and all that was relatively taken away. And I was more or less, not to sound what was me, but more or less reduced to a social media page, for Shift Fitness social media page, uh, mostly on Instagram because Facebook was just a, a dumpster fire. And uh, my website and this, Tailboard Talk, which I just started, you know, however many months ago. And that came with a lot of frustration because at first glance, Force Shift Fitness does not look like a firefighting page. It does not look like a firefighting company. Like I said, the colors are different. I rarely post pictures of firefighters on my social media or my webpage. I rarely, if ever, post pictures of myself and my firefighting stuff. Unless, of course, I'm talking about the 2012 Scott Firefighter Combat Challenge Grand National Championship team I was a part of. Not a big deal. But still, it's not easily identifiable compared to a lot of other pages who use the Maltese cross and the red the red and black color scheme and are just loaded up with firefighter-specific stuff, right? But that was on purpose because that's not who I am. I don't, I don't go around necessarily telling people I'm a firefighter. I don't advertise it on my car. I have my license plate, but that's about it. And so for me to put a page up that plays on that heavily would just be false. It wouldn't be me. And so to have a company that does that, again, would be false. What that means for me is that when I don't have the opportunity to go out and talk to people and explain everything behind the company and the logo and everything like that, my traction slows down significantly because 
there's lots of other slick firefighter pages out there that are easy to identify. And me doing movements in my basement with uh, an orange and gray Maltese kind of looking thing that you really got to look close to and see that's an axe and a, and a pike pole doesn't translate very well. And so it's taken a long, much longer than I would have hoped for and a lot more frustration than I was ready for to grow this thing. But what it's doing on the plus side of that is it's getting a lot of people who are very, I want to say like-minded as me, but in the same general mindset of me of looking for substance over flash and looking for quality over just fluff. And I've really made some fantastic relationships with people because that's what they're looking for. They want to know how to be stronger, how to get injured less. If you do get injured, how to get back to it. They want to add movements to their already existing program. They need advice. And thankfully, the stuff I've been putting out is enough to catch their attention. And then they see that, oh, this is a firefighting page. Who knew? Because he has nothing resembling firefighting on there. Good marketing job, dummy. And then we create this great relationship. So if you're here, and if you're a firefighter, and if you like what I'm putting out, thank you. Thank you for looking past the lack of flash and looking for content that really helps you. I really appreciate that. And I'm not going to change, right? I'm changing the logo, which I'm going to talk about in a second. I've changed it a little bit, a small compromise. But I've, I can't just flip the switch and be Mr everything is firefighter, I am firefighter, hear me roar, and everything on my page will be firefighter, red, black, flame, aggressive, hardcore, specific. I just can't do that. <clears throat> and I got to be honest, I like my logo. <laughs> and I like the scramble. Um, I like the colors. I like everything I'm doing. And so it may be smarter for me to, to kind of, I don't want to say sell out, but be more firefighter-centered. But I really kind of like the style I got going on and, and the people that I've attracted and I think I'm going to stick with it. And I do compare myself, right? Annette tells me all the time that comparison is a thief of joy. And I agree, but I compare myself frequently to other pages and other guys doing st similar stuff. And it's frustrating. But when I look at uh, specifically the people that I've met and created friendships and bonds with, that's far more valuable to me than than a million followers or whatever. It's 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 been a really, like I said, at times very frustrating ride and my wife, Katie, has dealt with a lot of my what was me and uh, feeling sorry for myself moments. And she's basically told me to knock it off. And uh, thank you for that, honey. But going forward now, there's some good stuff to look forward to. Like I said, I like my logo. I like the scramble. I like all that stuff. I'm going to change it a little bit, but I'm not selling out. I posted the new logo or the alternate logo. I'm calling it a third logo, kind of like a sports thing, right? Like a third jersey on Christmas Day. And that's the circle on the black and white circle. And it's going to be way, way better and way, way cooler to put on da, 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 shirts and hats and stuff. So I am very excited to do that. I just got a batch of stickers in the other day with the third logo with the new logo on it. And uh, man, they're they're cool looking. So that is something that you can look forward to. Hopefully you're looking forward to it. That look out in sometime in January. I'm going to get a pre-order together, I think. And we're going to be ordering fourth shift shirts with the new logo on it. It'll probably be a black shirt with just the white logo on it. And in the future, maybe we'll do some different color schemes or something like that. Going forward also, I'm going to start doing in-person stuff again as soon as I don't look like a total jerk for trying to do it. And that's been one of the major things holding me back was, you know, I'm part of a very busy department. And if I had somebody coming into my department now from the outside, 
and trying to get into the department and get us all together and teach us something right now. I would instantly hate that person and disregard everything they had to say, if not for one reason, then another. Uh, and so I don't want to do that. I don't want to put people off by trying to get my business back going again on the presentation side. What I am going to do in February is I have the opportunity to do a remote teaching session for one of the departments around me. And I'm looking forward to that because typically a lot of my presentation would hinge on the, the interactive side of it. But this is going to let me cover a little bit more ground, not necessarily worry about going down to the weight room and coming back and going back and forth and stuff like that. But I'll be able to put a ton of value and a ton of information in a much shorter time period. And then my plan is to follow that up with an in-person one, I don't know, six months from now when everybody's feeling cool about it. And when I'm feeling better about it, then we can all be happy instead of starting a relationship off with resentment, which, you know, it's not going to help my business one bit. That's my plan. I'm going to do remote for a couple months. And then maybe when this thing cools off towards the end of summer or fall, start doing my in-person stuff again. I'm also, of course, still doing my digital coaching. I'm using True Coach for that. And so if you're interested in that, I have a couple different program levels that can offer just programming, programming plus support. And then we have a much higher one. We can do, can do remote workouts through Zoom. Uh, and I can actually kind of coach you through the computer. But And then I just actually started working with a company called Gearsay. And it's a pretty cool platform. It's actually, if you go on their website, it's G-E-A-R-S-A-Y. What they're doing is, it's basically a cameo for professional athletes. And you can go on and it says saying, hey, tell my friend happy birthday. You can go on and if your sport is golf, you can go on and say, hey, take a look at my golf swing and tell me how to fix it. Or if it's wrestling or volleyball or hockey or whatever else. And then they also have fitness professionals like myself on there. So you can say, hey, tell me what I'm doing wrong with my deadlift. And I can look at a video of it and then give you specific advice tailored to you and the equipment you have that's specific to you and not just generic advice over Instagram or something goofy like that. So I'm doing that. That link is also in my bio. So I got to tell you guys, I mean, although I said in the beginning that I'm not a big uh, arbitrary ceremonial guy, you know, 2021 does have some promise to it. And I hope that your 2021 is looking, looking promising as well. I'm hopeful for the future and I'm hopeful that the community continues to grow. The fourth shift continues to grow and I just continue to make fantastic relationships and bonds along the way like I've been so far. So for everyone here at Four Shift, that would be Katie and Nathan. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for hanging out and listening to me ramble on. And I hope you enjoy the interviews. That's going to be an absolute staple in 2021 is a majority, a vast majority of these episodes are going to be interviews. So I'm looking forward to that, especially if you ever want to get in touch with me. Again, Instagram is a great place to go. I'm still kind of half in, half out of Facebook. It's off my phone. Still haven't had it back on, and it's still fantastic. If you want to shoot me an email, my email is fourthshiftfit. It's number 4thshiftfit at gmail.com. My website is fourthshiftfitness.com. That's 4thshiftfitness.com. Reach out, guys. Let me know what's going on, what I can help you with, what you want to hear from me in the future, and uh, let's keep this thing going, okay? So, as always, thanks for hanging out. Talk to you soon and be a four shifter.